Hello, welcome to Mended Teacups Home Ed Podcast. This is Molly and Helen here, and we're ready to talk to you about some of our home ed experiences. So, Helen, could you tell us all what we're going to be talking about this week? Okay, well, we're continuing our sort of look at our book, working through the different chapters, and we're looking at chapter the next chapter, which is called Socially Speaking by Juliet English. Tell me a bit about Juliet, will you, Molly? Yeah, Juliet is an amazing lady. Now, you might you might know her from her radio appearances. Uh, do you know, you don't appear on the radio, do you? <laughs> <laughs> you might have heard her speak on the radio because she has done that. Um, she's a real advocate for home ed. She's massively experienced. She's got seven children um, and certainly one grandchild, possibly more grandchildren as well. I'm not quite sure. You may have heard of her through Streams, our home ed. She's a director of that. Um, And she's also the founder and coordinator of the Learn Free Conferences, which started off life in Coventry, which I think is failing year where she lives. But in the COVID year, they went online and they've been online couple of years since then so they're a great way wherever you are to be able to access some really good speakers really great resources yeah, great so, a lot of encouragement from those conferences mm, isn't there mm, yeah. yeah so that's amazing Juliet so I have to say I was absolutely thrilled when she said that she'd write a chapter so why did you ask her to write this chapter the socially speaking chapter is there a particular reason mm. for that well she has her background is in social work So I kind of knew she would have that kind of understanding. And I think when you and I, we did an interview, didn't we, in the first, was it the first online one that she did? Mm -hmm. And we talked about advice for new home educators. And somebody asked a a question about kind of the whole socialisation aspect of home ed. And I think I said something and then Juliet said something and I thought, that's spot on. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought, Oh, I wonder she'd write about this. (laughs) She was the one who knows. Yeah, she's the one who knows, yeah. So that was about the chapter, but what about you in your home ed life? How how have you tackled the whole issue of being socialised? Just practically, um, it actually generally has been a joy, and I really mean that. It was the thing that we were most concerned about initially, because we just thought, how are they going to have friends if they're not at school? We've certainly had to work at it a bit more. I guess if your friends, if your kids are at school, they kind of see, each other, see kids all day and they sort of don't need to do anything necessarily after it's about you know, clubs or whatever. But um, so I, I had to be really quite intentional about it. I think I relaxed more and more as time's gone on that actually most of all, initially, we know they're fortunate that there's four of them and two boys and two girls. And so actually they are building relationships with each other and that's just lovely you know that they don't have to see people outside of their family every single day because they've got each other you know they play together and that is really precious and that's special Um, and it's been lovely to see those sibling relationships develop over the years which is not something I particularly thought of but actually that's been just just lovely and actually the boys are both now at university away from home and they they still connect with each other and and that's lovely yeah it's interesting that you're saying that was one of your concerns because I think people from the outside of the home ed world that is something that really does make them question they they do want to know and I think when you get into the home ed world you discover well, I've, I've often thought of it as a bit of a red herring. It's not quite what you think. <laughs> we, 
we're not weird and unsocialized <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and I think we we did a podcast fairly near the beginning, didn't we? About which we'll link to a, a bit more broadly about socialisation, but and what what it means and everything. Just practically, one of the easy things that we did was kind of groups, which is a, an easy thing to say to people. You know, what what do your children do? You, you know, how do they socialise? Say, well, they you know they do brownies, and we've done you know between them, they've done you know, football, rugby, swimming, dance trampolining I think mm-hmm. um, yeah, gymnastics gymnastics yeah scouts, gymnastics drowning. now yeah yeah um music. All, yeah all the scouting Dancing. yeah music yeah so so I think probably <laughs> they do all those things don't they but I think also we were quite intentional as as you and I know you are about having people into our home and so mm-hmm. it meant that actually our home is quite a hub for for um children and young people getting together and that's just that's just lovely we are at the moment recording and in Helen's house and there's a whole load of teens downstairs Mm -hmm. chatting away aren't there so that's really lovely I'm sure some of our listeners feel kind of a bit alarmed at that because obviously you and I come over as extroverted (laughs) and we like people around us but there are people who who find that quite hard I was just going to say you do things for yourself you do things for your children you may go that extra mile make that effort for your children you might find your children are the introverted ones and you have to to respect the space that they need and but that's the thing you can connect and make connections as it suits you and as you as you find the need can't you Mm. there was a time when I realized that my son spent a lot of time with lots of girls that just happened that our friends had daughters so I had to go and kind of make the effort to invite a whole bunch of boys around. <laughs> so we had boy time for a while, but it just involved a lot of Nerf guns and yes. muddy wellies yes. and, stuff, and mountains of sausages. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> That's what that was all yeah. about. Yeah, no, definitely. And mountains of sausages and mountains of pizza. Yeah. I definitely remember that with the boys when they had friends around. Just a lot of food. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But you, you, kind of, you, you adjust it to suit you. You adjust it to suit your child, how you work, how you tick, what you want from from the life you're living really isn't it yeah definitely and then I think there were sort of the the more uh, pre uh, kind of formal not quite formal but kind of homemade groups so kind of like co-ops and mm-hmm. different kind of gatherings so I know you've been involved not tell us about the co-op that you've been involved in for years yeah so for a few years we, we went along to a local co-op that was um organized and, read, and led by by mums so we Obviously had to pay an amount to rent the hall we used, but we were there for the whole day, two Mondays a month, and each parent would would contribute some sort of teaching um, according to what they were able to, to provide. So it might have been a craft session, or I did some poetry, some Shakespeare at different times, and all ate lunch together. And actually the socialising over lunch is as much a part of the day as any learning that goes on. Mm. That's lovely. Yeah, we're just in the process of hopefully sort of setting up something sort of a bit similar, but very much geared towards slightly older children, mm. um, kind of locally near to we are where we are. And that's useful because then you can share a resource of, of hiring a teacher, can't you, if there's specific um, areas that you need some teaching on. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing also that I always think is, and Helen is fantastic at doing this, organising <laughs> kind of key things, key celebrations. So, you know, we have a sports day once mm-hmm. a year and Christmas party and an autumn you know, apple party and you know various other different things. And, and again, we've done the, the similar things at home. 
uh, with, because of where, where we live and there are not necessarily lots of home educated children around us, quite a lot of the, the children's friends have been our friends who have been at school. And so that's kind of been after school when they, you know, they come around to play after school, um, or in the school holidays. But, but, you know, those friendships have been great and, yeah. and, and they've lasted because we've lived in the same place for all the kids' lives. So that's lovely. And actually now we see them coming back we always have at Christmas time we have something called a mild wine and mince pie and we started off when the boys were tiny and they were in bed <laughs> and now you know everybody comes and their friends come and the and the teenagers and the students actually are coming back from university and I bumped into one young lass uh, recently she said oh I'm going to try and come to your mild wine and mince pie this year you know coming back from uni and <laughs> so things like that are just all part of their kind of fabric of of I guess relating to other people isn't it it's just the, the fun of it yeah. yeah I mean we talk a lot about the whys of education but also you can think about your why of socialization what what's important for you about your children meeting people and does it have to be children of the same age like in school no it doesn't you know home ed offers you that chance to engage with all age groups throughout and create some really memorable times and obviously that's what's happened with your mulled wine and yeah yeah Yeah, i'm gonna wangle an invitation yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah and um and i think also we're talking you were saying about the different ages that that it's it's good for them to be doing other things as well mm. and both our daughters we said in the last podcast but both our daughters help at uh toddler groups respective different toddler groups and i think that's a really lovely thing mm. as well you know with the little ones too well, they're um, engaging with the little ones and learning how to help them but they're also connecting with the parents and obviously the older ladies who are running the groups as well so you know the social the social learning goes through the whole the whole aspect mm. of that doesn't it yeah and neighbours as well. Our youngest daughter's very chatty and, you know, all the neighbours love her. She, she walks around with a chicken under. Actually, the chicken's died, in fact. But for, for many years, <laughs> this beloved chicken died. She would walk around with a chicken under her arm and she was just known as a little chicken girl. <laughs> She'd go and chat with all the neighbours with a chicken under her arm. <laughs> Yeah, and and our, and our other daughter actually, she's a real social being, you know, and she she's quite a people gatherer, and and it's and it's and it's really good to see her in social environments that, mm. because actually that's where she flourishes and she shines, and so that's great to be able to see them. But I guess then we have other children who are who are just quieter, and as you say, it's respecting mm. you know the fact that actually they have different strengths, and so that we're all just different, and it's that home ed is great because actually there's a place for everybody, isn't there? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, there's a few thoughts. Have you got any more thoughts? Um, I don't think I have. No. <laughs> oh, apart from mums, I just thought actually we often forget ourselves, oh, don't yes. we? We need to socialise. Yes, so we need to socialise. Find and, a friend yes. and record a podcast. <laughs> That would be a really good thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, one thing that we did think. I think we all really need, we all need friends, don't we? We all need community. And I think home ed can be wonderfully, uh, a wonderful community. And certainly Helen has got around herself here, drawn around herself in a really lovely home ed community. Um, and depending on where you live, that, that may be or that may not be. But I've certainly found that in my experience, you be generally have to reach out and mm. you're good at doing reaching out. Helen, which is why you've probably got lots of friends about you. <laughs> but, um, um, but you often have to reach out. But sometimes it's like, well, you know, what do I do? Do I just invite people around for tea or meet at the park and anything like that? Just, you know, meet people at the park. But actually, because if, if you're feeling a bit like, oh, I'd really like, I could do with some other home ed people around me, invite somebody. Mm-hmm. And we'd had an idea, I had an idea that 
as we read along with these, uh, we read along with you know with the book and talk through each chapter. If you can get hold of a book, and if you don't want to buy it, get hold of it from your library, order it from your library, and actually you could invite people round for a kind of book club. Now, obviously, book clubs are normally in the evening and without children, with a glass of wine and stuff, and that would be great. But that might not be possible, and sometimes it's just simply kind of almost an excuse to get people together and you could read read it chapter by chapter kind of going along with us but you wouldn't have to be in sync read it chapter by chapter and just say let's get let's get together we'll have a cup of tea while the kids play let's just talk about our whys for home educating mm. or let's talk about some practical things we can do with little ones if you happen to have little ones um and so if you use it as a book club as a kind of a springboard and then you never know actually what relationships and friendships will actually continue from that indeed which would be a good and let us know how you get on absolutely (laughs) lovely to talk to you i hope you found some interesting useful tips and ideas and enjoy that chapter as well in our book another way to learn i should say molly's book really she's the she's the mover and shaker our our book our book (laughs) (laughs) and we'll speak to you again soon